Hello, Tile friends, and welcome back to another episode of Tile Money Podcast. I am Luke Miller, your host, and today I've got a great interview with Steve Roche. Steve is a returning uh, guest, my first returning guest, in fact, and today we we're get, we got together to talk about the New Year's resolution goals for your personal life and your business and how they intertwine. So this is actually part one, um, and I have two parts. So this is part one of two you're listening to today. And we're going to go over the basics of goals and why they're so important and a few small tips to setting them. And then in part two, we're going to really get into the meat of things and discuss some of Steve's personal goals and break them down and see how we can imitate them and apply this to our our lives to uh, to make radical changes in the new year here. So I know I enjoyed talking to Steve. I'm actually in going over the show notes and I'm going to get you these show notes if you want them. Um, in fact, everybody who's subscribed to my mailing list over at tilemoney.com, you can find this. Just hit the huge, uh, I think it's a green or yellow button, um, subscribe to mailing list. You can email me directly, um, tilemoney at gmail.com, tilemoney at gmail.com. All right, without further ado, here is part one of New Year's Resolutions with Steve Roche. Hello, Tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast, where I, Luke Miller, discuss the business of tile installation. Today, I've got my first repeat guest, uh, Steve Roche. How are you this morning? Hey, I'm doing great, Luke. How about you this morning? Doing really good. Doing really good. Thank you for for joining me again on on this podcast. I, I had a lot of great feedback from our last episode, so I'm looking forward to this one. Well, I am too, and, and you and I have had some discussions. I think we're going to rain this one down on time and just hit some very specific steps. So uh, uh, we'll see if this improves a little bit, if you will. Yeah, okay. Well, sounds good to me. And, and today's uh, you know, title today's is, is about the New Year's resolution. As we come up here on the end of the year, a lot of us are thinking about our, our different resolutions and we might have some goals, you know, I'd like to grow some hair on the top of my head. <laughs> or not. So we might have some personal goals and stuff, but we should really have business goals. So that's what today's topic's all about. So why don't you get us started, um, Steve, and I'll, I'll let you yeah, take us I, away. I want to say, I think this may be the single most important thing you can do right now, the single most important thing you can do to make sure that next year you have a better year. Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned personal resolutions. I think personal and business kind of need to mesh. You That's need to true. be consistent across all your life. And, and I'm gonna give you some specific examples, but I wanna start with the question of what keeps you awake at night? And you know, anybody that's owned a business, small or large, has something that keeps them awake at night. And you know, when I had my retail stores, there were nights I, I stayed awake thinking about my vendor relationships. And, and should I change from one vendor to another? They were offering me things, you know, taking this to the contractor level, should I use one setting material or the other setting material? What should I be doing? You got to put some time in on that, but that's what keeps you awake at night. Sometimes it's making payroll. 
Right. You know, you and I discussed last time, there's times I took my American Express card and zinged off $20,000 to make payroll the next day, knowing that I had cash coming in on, on the weekend. So you got to think about those things. Whatever it is that keeps you awake at night, whatever that is, that's got to be your first and foremost thing for the goals for next year. And goal setting is simply New Year's resolutions is simply goal setting or planning. That's all it is. Right. The most valuable thing you can do is start with a blank piece of paper and a pencil. And, you know, before I set goals, I probably have five or six written pages of notes of things I want to do. Yeah. So let's jump in on this. And, and this, this, uh, this thought of writing our, you know, writing our, our words down, our goals down, is, in, is so important. Um, I, I can't articulate it probably maybe as well as you, but from what I understand, when we put pen to paper, and even, you know, I, I do something. I wrote myself a letter that was dated um, March 1st, 2019. So in other words, approximately three months in advance. And under that letter, I started writing all the goals I had accomplished in that first three months of 2019. These were goals I want to work on. So in other words, my brain is now accepting that I'm gonna hit these goals. I'm gonna hit these marks. Right. And, and when we put that pen to paper and we visually read it, I read it um, daily, you know, when I remember, but multiple times a week for sure I'm reading that. It's telling my brain, this is what I'm doing. This has already happened because I read that date on the very top. Right. Have you, you know, heard that, uh, Steve? I have heard that before, and I'll tell you what that ties into. And this is the beauty of all these podcasts of Pile Money. It, it, somebody needs to go back and listen to these, and I don't listen to them without my pencil and paper. I just don't, okay? So some people like a spiral-bound notebook. Yeah. I can do it either way. I have three or four of these. I have these. But but just like I heard the one the other day with, with Ron Nash from Latigree, okay? And, and Ron made a statement when we were talking about pricing, and I thought to myself, I need to write that down because that was so important. Might have been the most important thing he said, which is, does your town have a luxury car dealer? And yeah. if people are buying Mercedes, Porsche, BMWs, um, Lamborghinis, whatever it is, then by golly, they'll pay you more for tile. Yeah. Uh, you go to the auto repair shop for those things, and you're going to talk about a $500 oil change, okay? That's opposed to 1995 at Jiffy Lube. So it's the same thing in the tile business. You write those goals down, you put them in paper. Before we do that, I want to give you a principle, and I want you to write the principle down because I think this is probably as important or more important than anything else that we're going to discuss. And that principle is your decisions will shape your destiny. Your decisions will shape your destiny. The future is only what you choose to make of it. So every day, your little decisions will either take you more to the life you want or to additional disasters by default. That ties into your letter, 
ties into my next statement. I'm a pilot. Mm -hmm. I fly for fun. I don't fly for an airline. I fly for fun. But I, when I take off to fly somewhere, I have to be completely focused. I have to do some pre-planning and flight planning, and I know what heading I'm going to fly. And if I take off from my local airport going to another airport, let's say from Atlanta to Charleston, South Carolina, which is a nice, easy hour flight for me. If I'm off by a half a degree when I take off, if I don't watch that and have it on my notes that I have to fly a certain heading, and if I'm off by a half a degree, in that 365 miles, same as 365 days, I'm going to be a half a state away from my destination. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to continually go off course instead of going on the course I want. Yeah. So that's why... A tiny, inconsequential decision today, I'm not going to make this plan. I'm just going to wing it. I've been winging it for three years. I'm not happy, but I'm going to wing it again. Well, that's yeah. just stupidity. The second part of this is the payoff. And there's a secret to the payoff, and that is a simple one single word, consistency. And you just said it, Luke. You look at that paper every single week multiple days during the week you focus on that you think about that you are consistently going that direction and that way and that's what you need to be doing so every day plan your work consistently and work that every day every week every month unless you don't see progress and if you don't see progress then you just stop right then you examine what you've been doing you reevaluate it, you modify it if you need to. So sometimes we need to modify things. Things unexpected have, have happened. Yeah. And then you start over with consistency again. So I'm going to give you a formula for a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Now, it's worked for me for over 50 years. That formula is real simple smart, small goals plus consistency, plus time, gives you a radical difference. Smart, small goals, plus consistency, plus time, give you a radical difference. I like that. I like that a lot. And I, I really like where we're headed here. Um, and when you were talking about the airplane, the pilot, you know, that, I understand that, you know, anal analogy. And I understand it because even on a smaller scale, and even maybe I can use a tile analogy. You know, we used to chalk lines and do full house, you know, um, tile installations. When we do that, typically we chalk lines. Some of the new school guys might not understand that. But if you're off, um, if you three, four, five, your layout, and you're off even a 32nd or a 16th in a 20 foot, 30 foot, 40 foot run, guess what's gonna happen? If, if you're having multiple setters try to line up in, in two different rooms, you're going to be off eighth inch, quarter inch, half inch. So it adds 20 years ago, I tried to do an installation myself in front of a room full of installers. And while I was trying to do that installation, I had chalked my line and I knew I was getting off. Yeah. Know, I knew I was getting off. And I know this is going to be a disaster. And there was an installer sitting in the front row of this clinic. And you could tell he'd been setting tile a long time. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, now, 
I'm doing something here and I see it's wrong. Tell me what it is. And this old boy says, you're not on your truck line. You're off that truck line. Let me show you how to correct that. He got up and he took over and started doing it. And from then on, I, when I did a clinic, I had a professional installer doing the setting while I was explaining what was going on. Right. Because my mechanical skills aren't as good as my thinking skills. All right. So I want to give you, before we actually start, and all, by the way, we've started. All this is part of it. Yeah. But I want to give you four overarching goals. These are very big goals that I want you to consider, but I want them to be specific. Okay. I want you to set a goal for intellectual growth, for intellectual growth. Set a goal for health growth, for your health. Set a goal for your relationship growth. And set a goal for your business growth. Now, these are all, this is where I said earlier, we're going to tie these in, Luke, to personal versus business are all going to be consistent. So you don't have to live one life at work and one life at home. Right. Okay. So your intellectual growth is real simple. Don't stop learning. Listen or read something regularly. I, I try to read every day. I try to read something and grow a little bit every day. Uh, some people don't have that time or that luxury and, and they want to do it every other day or a couple of days a week whatever but set an intellectual growth goal for yourself and and read books the ideas that i'm expressing didn't come from me they're gleaned from many many publications books and and even small groups that talk about this stuff true next one is your physical health now you're out setting tile today and every day so the strength part of it you don't need to go to the doggone gym and work okay a fat boy like me sitting in a car or an airplane all day, I have to set a goal to go to the gym and work because I'm not out physically doing that. But think about this. What else? You know, if, with, if your body goes, you're done. Mm -hmm. If my body goes, I'm done. Right. So what else matters? How do I improve your health? Is it eating better? Is it eating less? Is it getting more rest at night? Is it getting up earlier? Sometimes your health can be get up earlier to get things done before the day goes crazy. Yeah. And then go to bed earlier at night. Yeah. So those are the sort of goals you got to think about. That's your health goal. A little different than most people think about going to the gym. And most tile installers that I've met said, I don't need a health goal because I'm physically active. Yeah. But I watch them sit there and they don't eat lunch or they eat junk food for lunch that's not gonna keep them healthy and going. Now the relationship goal, this is critical. The relationship is two parts, strengthening your current relationships and building new relationships. Current relationships may be your uh, spouse, it may be your children, it may just be your other family, but you got to strengthen and put some time into those relationships. Uh, I, I know installers who can't keep up with a marriage because they put all their time into work. And the bottom line is that's not healthy for them. Yeah. I, I would say, I would say, you know, if, 
if you don't, I, I know everybody understands that, you know, if, if you lose your family, what's going to happen to your business? You're going to lose your business. So what's for, what's first and foremost? Well, your family. I mean, that's why we work anyways. You lose yep. your family. You basically lost your. Well, you and I both read all the internet, social media groups, the chat yeah. groups. And, and every week we read about somebody who's doing jobs on Saturday, doing jobs on Sunday. They've been three weeks without a day off. Yeah. You know, that's just not good. That's not good at all. You've got to rest. You've got to have some time to be with your family. Also, what new relationships? Maybe if you decide, and we're going to talk about your business growth next, but if you decide in your business growth that you need to pick up a builder and do builder business, you need to start looking at a relationship with a builder, with somebody involved in that building business, that industry. Definitely. Uh, I heard somebody discussing the other day, uh, BNI, Business Networks International. You know, when I had my retail stores, I had three stores in Atlanta. I spent a more, every week, I spent one morning a week in three different BNI groups that okay. were in different areas. Okay. And, and that relationship got us a lot of work. Then I found out, in, I was in the, the carpet, hardwood, ceramic, vinyl, the full service flooring store. I found out that I was missing a huge opportunity when I joined a group, a buying group called Abbey Carpets. And they started talking to me about carpet cleaning. Here I've got all these customers and I'm sending them off to somebody else to do carpet cleaning. So I spent a little bit of money at that time. It was about $20,000 to buy a cleaning truck, send my technician to school, learn the business and then do carpet cleaning, which tied into my carpet sales. Yeah. But I, you hire the right person while my technician was there doing cleaning. He'd say, Mrs. Consumer, are you happy with the way your kitchen looks? Because we, we do ceramic tile, you know, and we can make that kitchen beautiful. I've been wanting a ceramic tile floor in there for a year. Boom, boom, boom. So it all tied together. That came from sitting down in December one year and making a conscious decision to focus on expanding my business that next year and working with Abbey Carpets to do it. So the fourth goal is the business growth. And that's really easy. Are you wanting to expand your business? If so, do this New Year's resolution program and sit there and, and do that and think about it, spend some time on it. By the way, it can be something di totally different than expanding it. It can be maybe going for higher quality work and not doing as much of it, you know? Right. Uh, there's a, there's a, a, an installer in Florida, in Tampa, Florida, named Frank Canto. He's been around for years, was the president of the National Foul Contractors association probably 10 or 12 years ago canto does high high end work it's not unusual for him to have his entire crew on one mansion on tampa bay for four months doing tile work wow but we're talking about it we're talking about big business here we're right. talking about big bucks he pays right. his company based on that for four months okay Right. Maybe you want to consider shutting down and going to work for somebody else. Maybe you've just had it, and this is the time you think about that and you plan about that. And again, Ben Franklin said, make the list, 
put the positives, the negative, and figure it out. Maybe when you do that, you say, wait a minute, I'm, I'm in such a position, I'm at a tipping point, and I can quit and go to work for somebody else, or I can put in 10% change and make it happen better, and I'll stay in business for myself. What do I want? That's when you get back to filling in those blanks, okay? So that's your four big goals. Now, you take those and you put them into the specific steps or schedules, if you will. When you fill in the blanks, I always say, Luke, don't have more than three to five big things to work on. You might have more steps than three to five. Sure. But three to five big things. And keep it simple. Keep it obtainable and simple. You know, don't make a step, I'm going to earn $100,000 more next year. Make it, I'm going to earn, you got 50 weeks to do it, right? Right. Two weeks vacation. So I'm going to earn $2,000 a week more. That's different than saying I'm going to earn $100,000 a year more. Make it simple. Make it easy. But then track your daily actions. If you have to keep up with a little notebook in your pocket and keep up with, I'm going to work no more than six to eight hours every day, and I'm going to produce this much money during that time, and you start tracking down your day, and you find out you're standing at the tile distributor, or maybe you're going to the Home Depot or the big box to buy your tile and your setting materials, and you're standing there for an hour and a half in the morning, you know what? That's a cost. An hour and a half, maybe two hours of your day, that's 25% of your day. As opposed to going to the local distributor, they've already got it palletized, sitting there, you pull up, they run the forklift, they stick it in the back of your truck, and you're gone in 15 minutes, and you've just made 25% of your day back. Yeah. Those are the sort of things you have to think about and consider specific steps to make your New Year's goals. Sometimes you have to think about what you're going to stop or eliminate. And again, that maybe going to the big box store is the way to do it for you. Maybe it's not. But think about what you may want to eliminate and change and do differently. Again, I talk about feeding your mind. When you're, when you're doing this stuff, when you're driving to the job, you in, you're in California, I'm in Atlanta. We face some of the same problems. A drive to go 20 miles in the morning in rush hour traffic is at least 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. I can listen to your podcast for 30 or 45 minutes and enrich my mind and pick it up. The other thing I want you to do to feed your mind specifically is find what I call a peak performance partner. A peak performance partner is somebody that you can meet with, maybe in the same business, maybe not, but somebody that's already made it, if you will, somebody that's a little more professional. Okay. I, I met yesterday afternoon with my peak performance partner for my 401k investments. And I sat and talked to him about what I'm doing on my investments. And he made specific suggestions to me about how I should change that. So those types of things are important, especially in your business. Okay. So, so I'll wrap myself out here. You know, I've been 
you know, wanting to implement a peak performance partner in my business life and my personal life for a long time. And I have not because, you know, I'm too busy. Right. So I need to, so maybe you can just, just give me a, a tip on how I can do this and make sure I do this. I'm going to write this, you know, into my sub goal. In other words, my main, one of my main goals for next year is to improve on sales. So my sub goal will be find a peak performance partner in sales. And I like what you said about finding someone who's already made it. Now there's a realtor that is the top realtor in my area. He's made it. He's a salesman. I'm going to reach out to him first and, and try hard to get on his radar and say, Hey, would you mind taking, you know, now could this be a phone call, Steve, or does it have to be in person? It, it absolutely can be anything that works for you. Okay. okay? I like in person. I'm a, I'm an in-person guy, you know, yeah. but, but you and I are getting a relationship over the internet. So yeah. come on that, you know, that, that's what consulting is about. Okay. True. I consult with a business. I have a manufacturer and I can't tell you specifics. I can't tell you who I work for. That's the <laughs> sad part. But I have specific manufacturers that call me up and say, I need to bounce some ideas off of you. And they know it'll be in complete confidence that I'll give them the best possible answer from my perspective. And I won't be offended if they don't take my idea, but I'll question why they don't take it. And maybe I'll learn something. That's what your mentor or your business peak partner benefits in this. Okay. okay. So maybe the realtor says, look, I don't do anything before nine o'clock in the morning. Nobody does it. How about we meet at seven o'clock at the local restaurant in Atlanta? That's either a Waffle House or a Cracker Barrel, and you meet and have breakfast and talk about things. Maybe one day a week. Okay. Right? Maybe you don't meet every week. Maybe you meet one week. You talk on the phone one week. Maybe you email back and forth. But the more personal it is, the better. I like it. That's what works for me. Um, one of the guys that was one of the best mentors to me in the tile business was was Bob Daniels, who was the executive director of the Tile Council of North America. And when he retired from the Tile Council, he had time on his hands. He was somewhat bored. Uh, Eric Astrakhan took over the Tile Council and was doing a great job. Now he's running like crazy, going 100 miles an hour. And Bob and I had time every week to talk. It was a long distance relationship. We did it via phone. But we talked every week. And sometimes it was while I was driving to somewhere. I would call Bob and say, okay, I'm going in to see such and such a distributor. What do you think about this? How about that? And he would give me an idea, plant a seed, and man, it, it could really bloom. So that can be, it could be another contractor who's successful, but like mm -hmm. you say, a realtor, I don't like bankers because okay. bankers and attorneys are thinking in, in protection and limiting terms. And I can, I can, maybe I need that. You know, maybe I need that, but most of the time I want more expansion type. Okay. So, so you write these things out and you include those things and maybe have a target list. Maybe the realtor's target number one and, and the hardware store owner is target number two and somebody else is target number three. That maybe way I don't give up. Business, I'll tell you, BNI, when I was in BNI, uh, I found a lot of guys that I used as peak performance partners. Okay. And, uh, I had a CPA actually 
that I ended up, I was with one CPA and I went to this, I finally changed over to this other CPA because of it. But he was giving me advice when we had breakfast at the breakfast meetings at the BNI. He was giving me advice about certain things that made a lot of sense for me. All right, so I'm gonna give you a couple of more things and then I'm gonna give you an exact, my example for my personal, I've already been working on mine. I moved my time frame back. Okay. So I've got a written out business and I've got a written out life purpose statement. The purpose of my business, the purpose of my life, those main goals. Why does my business exist? And what do I want to have it exist as a personal thing? One of the things I want to do is after learning things all these years, I want to share them with people. That's a personal goal of mine. So I write those specific one, two, and three, maybe four important things. And then I start putting the steps down in writing that I want to, that I want to accomplish. And I'll do a written draft. I always meet with my peak performance partner at that point to discuss that written draft. And I've had him say to me, you didn't think this through very well. Were you drunk when you wrote this? What, what the, and I've had other people say, that's really out of the box. And I like, it. it's so far out of the box. I think it's going to be great. I like, it. and, and so those are the things. So my personal example, unless you've got questions, I'm going to move right into the personal example. Yeah. Let's keep moving. I, I like it. It's making right. sense.